0: Welcome to the Stickers on the Mic podcast brought to you by StickerGiant.com, where we talk with our customers about how they started their business, how they're marketing their brand, and how they're growing their company. Without further ado, it's time for the Stickers on the Mic podcast from StickerGiant. Let's get on with the show. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to Stickers on the Mic. Uh, Thank you for joining us as always. Uh, It's Andrew here with you today, and I'm very excited to be talking to Rita. Rita, welcome to the show.
1: Thank you for having me.
0: Yes. And Rita is from Piper and Enza. And we're gonna mm-hmm. talk a little bit about that. But Rita, um, you know, for for those of us who don't know about all about Piper and Enza, tell us a little bit about what the brand is all about.
1: Um, our tagline is we're a health and happiness company. And I'm a mom of two little kids, and this is very much a COVID kind of inspired thing when you get you know, locked up with two kids under five, um, you start coming up with a lot of different ideas. Um, The mission is really just helping families with children go through their unique health and medical journeys. My, you know, during this COVID thing, my biggest revelation is that there is absolutely nothing we can do. Um, Doesn't matter what it is. We are all going to get sick. We're all going to get hurt at some point in life. And that's where the happiness comes in. Through these inevitable experiences, um, really only thing that we need to do and a little reminder is to change our perspective. So that's what I try to do with my kids, make a game out of everything. Um, Trying to phrase, you know, or look at something from a different angle. So it is not so dreadful. So it is not so daunting. Um, focusing on the light instead of the tunnel and that is really kind of what we're trying to do through all the different things um, we are writing fun children's books about a lot of scary experiences making them not scary giving parents a way to talk about these things um, validating children's feelings so they can all go through that together without going insane um, or be completely traumatized. Um, cause at the end of the day, we all have to go through it. So, no,
0: and, and kids, and I have little kids and, and, I, um, you know, you know, on your, on your site, which everybody's Piper and of course, uh, we mentioned that, but when you go to the shop, for instance, you sell things, you know, yes. right there on the banner is all about getting, you know, a needle. Right. And my yeah. youngest kid, he like actually the middle one, the most right now, she'll just be like, when's our next shot? You know, so mm-hmm. there's this latent, like low grade anxiety. And this is yeah. like a, what, 10 year old kid or whatever, mm-hmm. uh, 10 year old girl. And, and so it's, it's interesting because, and then the youngest feeds into that too. The older one is, is yeah. he used to run when he was young, young, he would like try to escape. Right. He, yeah. He's not that way anymore. He's, he's learns, but this is a cool, like talk specifically when you talk about navigating a healthcare journey or just, literally living cuz we we go get shots if you're getting your shots right you you things are going to happen so like with the needle uh poke toolkit like talk a little bit about like that is like an idea and how that came to be cuz that's a fun concept for a story too
1: right so that's the idea right the first we have the first book about runny noses and the second book is about needles noodles uh the different that's called about needles Okay, the title is called "The Difference Between Needles and Noodles," and and then you know we have got like five, six of the books planned, and they're all about something that could be potentially scary, you know, broken bones or hospital stays or, you know, big stuff. Um, for the needle thing, it is actually something that is important, even just coming in from like a public health standpoint of view, right? Um. Needle fear is real, even in grown ups. And a lot totally. of the times, I don't like
0: I don't like getting a shot sometimes. I don't know,
1: like nobody likes <laughs> getting shot. Yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. But there's people who are like, okay, I don't like it, but I can like, you know, go through it. But then there are some people like or literally like faint. Some people will yeah. actually, I think. Just like talking one,
0: about it. I don't like getting my blood drawn, <laughs> actually. That's right. to be honest I don't mind getting my, my vaccines or my, my flu shot, or whatever. But like when I have to do a lab mm-hmm. or something, I'm like, oh, I don't like this.
1: I really don't. Right. No, but then some <laughs> people, some people, some of us are like, we don't like it. Some people will deliberately delay yeah. seeing oh. doctors that's not and cool, getting, though, yeah. getting the, the medical care that attention they need. Yeah. that they need. To-
0: you got to go through it. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So it's really about coping, a coping yeah. mechanism. And one of the things in the book we're trying to teach the children, like, you know, there's like, we'll sprinkle this little thing, FOI, that's a coping skill. You yeah. know, um, one of the famous words from the child life specialists that we work with um, for this book. And she is also on retainer helping us, you know, contributing to these amazing strategies. Um, her famous words is crying is coping. Yeah. So if your kid wants to cry at a shot, let them cry. Like yeah. it is yeah, what it yeah, is. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. But then when we were growing up, you know, this is like way back in the 80s. Yeah. Was always that talk about like, oh, you were so brave. You didn't cry. Oh, so yeah, yeah. That, I didn't even think about lack, that. Yeah, yeah. Right. That lack of tear or the fact that you held it in. No, that messes together, with you.
0: 30 years later, that messes with you.
1: Hmm. It, yeah. does. it and does. does. And so. That kind of goes into that, why we did the stickers that we did. Yeah. You know? Oh, yeah. Because um, oh, yeah. the stickers that we did with you, we call them the mighty medals. There was one of them that I remember. Yeah. It says, I came, I cried, I coped. That's right. Um, and that's the messaging I want to kind of send out to the world, to the parents. Yes. You as a parent did not fail because your kid cried at a shop, because they were hurt, because it hurt. Yes. It's what humans do you know it's it's a very normal human reaction um what is important is how you process that how how you help your child go through that experience think about what happened and validate it because you know like i know i remember when i was young my mom you know we got lots of shots and my mom's thing i love her to death but she will always tell me it feels like a mosquito biting and I'm like, it feels nothing like a mosquito sting. Yeah.
0: It. it ain't um, like that. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> that ain't it. Sorry, mom, but that's <laughs> not the sensation in my body.
1: No. And yeah, so yeah. now as a parent, you start to learn like, oh, you shouldn't say that to the kids because next time when you, get, when you tell them something, oh, something doesn't hurt, they're going to look at you funny. They'll be like, wait a minute. Are you telling me the truth or not? Because you last know. time when you told me it didn't hurt. It hurt. Um, and that is just something that, you know, I wish there was a, there was like many more chapters that come after like what to expect when you're expecting, because I kind of ended at yeah, like yeah. maybe like a one. And then there are just so many other things after that, that as parents,
0: the, the problems get bigger, right? Like I just went through parent teacher conferences literally yesterday and I missed the oldest last week. So like, you know, just cause of work and stuff. And so we these are these cycles and these things mm-hmm. that you then have to like begin to stop. You have to manage your own kid, but then other people are involved too. And there's this whole negotiation of of just the journey of, of you know
1: parenting. You, yeah. And
0: being a human for the kids, too, right? Right. Um, and so I love from needles to noodles. I think that's a fun conceit. And just as a you know, I love stories. Stories are the best. Um, those stickers, the badges, you call them um mighty,
1: mighty I, metals.
0: Yeah, the mighty metals, those are so fun. Um so you said it came out of like COVID though. I mean, and you know, you have a pretty varied background in, in a lot of different sort of macro spaces that I, I'm curious how your experience in like logistics or um, just wholesale and all these things like you talk a little bit about your path to Piper and Enzo actually taking off.
1: Uh we're still trying to, we're, we're kind of in the middle of taking off, right? Sorry, you're on off. the road. You know what I'm saying? Right, we're like on it's a brand,
0: day. like you have a store, yes. like, so you're definitely like the plane is all loaded up. You're, you're taking, you you know, right. the, the, yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Um, I, I worked in family business and you know, my, my entire family were, were kind of entrepreneurial and, and I helped, um, this, you know company in asia kind of creating this thing here in the us and so i'm used to kind of pulling everything together that's kind of what i do that's what i love to do putting the puzzles together from creating comp- company doing product development figuring how to source it um finding the makers for it making sure the brand is cohesive um what kind of marketing message we are sending out that's kind of what i do um but my previous background is in furniture that's what my dad did and so it's completely unrelated anyways um COVID hit and i had babies so we wound up we, we wind down that business and then i was trying to find things to do i was kind of over with the whole furniture thing it was like been there done that and i was just looking for things that interested me and that made me feel like okay if i have to farm my kids out to the nanny for a few hours i feel good i feel okay i feel like you know um this is something that i really want to do um, I couldn't find anything and then COVID hits. And then now, and next thing you know, is me at home with husband and two kids 24 seven and a dog. Um, and then my, hub- my husband decided to sprain his ankle like a month into it. And I was trying to battle with my two and a half year old at the time um, about wearing masks and she won't, she is like stubborn as, as anyone can be. And then I had to figure out how to convey that message. And that's kind of how it all came together is that I have to make fun things to make it look like a dress up costume. And, and then I realized when once, once something is cute, or if I make one for her stuffies, then she will do it. And that's kind of how it started. So looking what I had to do, what I had to like, you know, I had to bust out my sewing machine, do what I had to do. I'm like, And then I start talking to other parents. I'm like, oh my God, this is so needed. And then so that whole puzzle kind of piecing thing came back. Like how do we create something and give out all of these resources and information and ideas to all the parents out there? Um, And then so, you know, went back to what I did before, creating a company, figuring out the brand, the products and all that stuff. So that's kind of how it all came together. Um, I think you might be muted.
0: (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Sorry. I like to sometimes just like uh, it not interject. Um, but what I was going to say is y'all have like a big team. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like ser- um,
1: Serendipity, this big team. Um, this is one of those things that I feel like, you know, it just meant to be some of the people I have known for the past 15, 20 years from other things. And I just, you know, wanted to find, I wanted to write children's books. I'm not a writer. And I called this one guy that I knew was in publishing. And, you know, 15 years later, he himself also has a family, have two little kids. We're all in the same boat at that point. So this mission called out to all of these people. And they were like, well, we want to be part of it. And that's how kind of like how it all came together. Hmm. Um, yeah, it is kind of crazy.
0: Well, the, like it's just – and when I – it's like a big team. It's also diverse. Child life yeah. – you know, child life specialists, nutritionists, mm-hmm. herbalists, yeah. um, you know, people in marketing, of course, uh, in sales and cre- creative yeah. work. Um, mm-hmm. But then, you know, what that does, it leads, like you said, with the brand leading into like some of the products, you've got like soap, you've got like lotions, you've got the, you know, the mass and the chains and like you said, all those things. Um, mm-hmm. What, um, so you, you, you know, you get up, off the ground. Like you said, we got to, the planes loaded up and we're ready to go. Like what, like what's the next step for growth then?
1: The next step, Bartha, is really rounding out the product line. Well, how we're doing it is we're using the subject of the book that we're launching three to four times, four is ambitious, probably three times a year to hone in our product line. So everything stays cohesive. So running noses that has the shower steamers and the rainbow fizzies it's really about, you know, and like a, the chest rub, breathe better, butter, right. and the mending stick. All of those goes with the runny noses. The next one's needles and noodles. So all the products will, around, will <laughs> basically be around that experience getting poked um, and all that stuff. And we just launched that like a couple of weeks ago. Mm, um, nice. And the next one will be about something else. And then, you know, it, at the end of the day, what we really want to be is that I want to create a company where the parents can come and find trustworthy and working resources along with products and literature for whatever health experience they're going through or about to go through and finding that community and finding the tools that they need. Um, so having two things doesn't isn't really like a collection. And my goal right. is to create a whole collection of, you know, things around some, you know, maybe some very common, maybe some not so common things that, you know, we all have the experience growing up. Um, like I said, there's a broken bone one coming up, um, you know, guiding children through some of the potentially can, you know, optometrists. I have heard three-year-old needing to be held down, right. like by five adults going to see an optometrist um when it doesn't need a dental visit, is another popular one but i think what is what is interesting is like as parents especially when you're a new parent um nobody tells you how to prepare for those appointments and a lot of the times when you realize there is some i should have done something it's already too late Mm -hmm. things that has already happened so hindsight is 2020 like i didn't expect my kid to completely freak out um at like, you know, the dental visit, but she did. And I did as a first time mom, like, you know, just hold her down. I mean, that's traumatic on everyone, right? Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So no, like, how do we, how do we change that? How do we empower parents? And that's yeah. where the child life specialist comes in. There are like this amazing group of people that I feel like we just, Need to funnel more money into that profession. There's only about eight thousand of them in the country certified. There's 34 million babies born every year, right. so if you do the math, yeah, no, like unless you're super duper sick, you don't get to see them, and that's just unfortunate. Because after talking with Katie, one of my favorite, and and kind of like you know following what she is doing with some of these sicker kids, all those strategies will help every parent in every pediatric clinical setting. Um, I just wish, I just wish that we had those resources, you know? So this is my best way to kind of send it out to the world.
0: Totally. Yeah. Yeah.
1: um,
0: Especially like these days too, with, um, with COVID and the post COVID or whatever you want to call it, you know, like it's the kids have, this generation of kids will be perhaps more health conscious or public health conscious for better, or for worse, depending on how you interpret those things mm-hmm. than, than, mm-hmm. than generations that, have you know, lived through polio or whatever, like those, those big uh, times in, in American history. Right. Um,
1: yeah.
0: So uh, you're getting that, you're getting the, uh, the books out there, you're getting the stickers out there, but like mm-hmm. you said, you're like, your larger mission um, is to redefine bravery for kids and, you know, give parents tools to uh, really, you know cope and mm-hmm. empower them to be their kids advocate and stuff like that and and like i said i yeah. literally just went through parent teacher conferences and all these things so like these are things this is the conversation around uh you know our kids and ourselves that we have to really be able to like handle mm-hmm. um, so mm-hmm. very very cool mm-hmm. um so the plan is to get more out there for this year and uh keep cranking huh
1: Pretty much. Yeah. And, you know, it's, uh, my my goal is that, you know, every parent at their first child's first birthday, someone will give them a whole series of things and they can read these books. I mean, we read the kids about firefighters and all those Man. things. You may not see a firefighter, you, you, but you do know what they do. Yet there is not one series of books about these health experiences out there. Sure. Yeah. like zero so like what as a parent and i'm like i would love to kind of like if my kid knows like what happens if they accidentally break a bone or something they already you know they will cry because it hurts
0: oh but yeah I, I, I remember the collarbone break and <laughs> our family it was like kind of traumatic still that ah, even for me th- i broke mine but then my daughter did um you were saying like the what to expect when you're expecting like and how it ends at one so that really is the like so you've or so it happened or whatever, the so it happened series so it's like what happens you know right or, or the whatever happens next I don't know the, the titling of it but like that that's a cool concept right and there's like again like I got a kid in middle school now so it's like how do we there's just a whole different set of expectations yeah. for you and for the I don't know I I truly think a lot about this stuff. So I'm very uh, excited about where this can go for you all. And um, we really appreciate being able to share y'all's story. Um,
1: Thank you so much. This was fun.
0: (laughs) Yeah, this is great. I love it. (laughs) Um, And for all the folks who are going to tune in, uh, and listen, after the fact, you know, you can go to piperandenza.com and learn more about these wonderful stories t- tailored to kids. I, ch- children's literature and literacy is very important, but this literacy is all about uh, health and that experience. So thanks for putting these resources out into the world. It's, I think, kudos to y'all. to, to, to
1: Thank to, you. To do that.
0: So. Thank um you. As always, we say every sticker has a story. This time it's the Mighty Metals from Piper and Enza. And Rita, thank you again and your whole team. And uh, we look forward to watching uh, where you all go.
1: Thank you. Cheers, everybody.
0: Have a good one. And thanks for listening. It's always my pleasure to be Andrew here on Stickers on the Mic. That wraps up this episode of Stickers on the Mic, brought to you by StickerGiant.com. You can download us on Spotify, iTunes, Google Play, SoundCloud, or your favorite podcatcher. If you enjoy what you're hearing, please leave us a review. It helps us reach new listeners and share our customers' sticker stories. And if you're inspired to create your own stickers or labels, head over to StickerGiant.com to check out our options and use the coupon PODCAST to take 20% off your first item. Thanks again for listening to Stickers on the Mic.